Welcome to Quick Brain, bite-sized brain hacks for busy people who want to learn faster and achieve more. I'm your coach, Jim Quick. Free your mind. Let's imagine if we could access 100% of our brain's capacity. I wasn't high, wasn't wired, just clear. I knew what I needed to do and how to do it. I know Kung Fu. Show me. Welcome back, Quick Brain. Today, we're going to talk about treatment and or prevention of something that's really near and dear to my heart and my mind and so many of you, which is Alzheimer's. And we're delighted to have on this show, Dr. David Perlmutter, MD, board certified neurologist, five-time New York Times bestseller, author of a brand new book called Drop Acid. Welcome to the show, Dr. Perlmutter. Well, Jim, I am so happy to be with you today. Thank you so much. Now, we had a conversation previously, you know, about the uric acid and, uh, you know, the contributions, how to be able to mitigate that and the effects on its brain. I wanted to go a little bit into Alzheimer's. You know, as you know, I lost my grandmother when I was going through my traumatic brain injury and my learning difficulties at age, starting at age five from my accident. My primary caregiver was my grandmother because my parents were working lots of jobs and I saw her between age five, six, and seven, you know, um, do call me by my, my father's name, say something she just said, you know, at that age that I was, it was very impressionable. So I'm really, what took me on and on this path was my, my inspiration was my desperation, you know, cause I just didn't understand. And so, you know, I wanted to have this question, this, this conversation with you to our readers and I encourage everyone to get your, your new book, you know, is when we're talking about treatment, and, and prevention are, are we are is it should it be the smoke or the fire and i've heard this metaphor also that alzheimer's and i don't know if this is accurate maybe you comment on it is it it's it's like genetics loads the gun and it's our lifestyle or environment that pulls the trigger so you know where where what where, how do you approach this you've written so many books you know on the power of, of, of brain health well What I'm about to tell you, I think, will be ultimately looked upon by your viewers as a a really important source of empowerment. And, you know, as it relates to the whole genetic uh, question with respect to Alzheimer's, I I think that the that genetics probably plays, uh, you know, the typical answer is about five percent. But I'm going to tell you that it's 100 percent. And I'm going to need to explain that. Our genetics is such that we are deeply genetically programmed for survival. And as part of that genetic programming, uh, our bodies are very thrifty, meaning that we make the very most out of the foods that we get, the water that we get, et cetera, because until only quite recently, we never knew if we'd have enough food. Our bodies didn't know, nor, nor water. And so over tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of years, our genome has been shaped to allow us to survive during, let's say, food scarcity, meaning that we have mechanisms in place that will help us make more body fat, store more body fat, and actually ramp up inflammation because in the day, inflammation was a very powerful protective mechanism allowing us us to have the ability to heal from bacterial infections and trauma, you name it. The problem is that today we're seeing an incredible mismatch between the environment of our ancestors and these mechanisms to the extent that now we eat all the time. We're eating higher amounts of fructose, which becomes uric acid, which amplifies inflammation even further. 
So these mechanisms that were protective over us are now being uh, exploited by our environment and, and paving the way for a degeneration of the human brain and the entire rest of the body as well. But let's stay uh, cerebrocentric for just a moment based on your question. And in that regard, this mismatch then between our current environment, meaning the foods we eat, the sleep we get or not, our exercise, our time out of doors, our socialization, there's this incredible mismatch with respect to those variables and this very thrifty inflammatory genome such that the outcome is one that's paving the way for the brain now to degenerate. And it's, it's very unfortunate that so much effort is uh, directed towards finding the cure for Alzheimer's disease. Well, you know, the fourth century, in the fourth century BC, the yellow emperor stated that prevention is the ultimate principle of wisdom. To cure a disease after it has manifest is like digging a well when one feels thirsty or forging weapons when the war has already begun. So it's really all about keeping people healthy metabolically, and that creates the environment for the brain to be happy and resistant to the degeneration that characterizes this disease that we call Alzheimer's, senile dementia of the Alzheimer's type. People are demented. By and large, it's Alzheimer's, the most common cause of dementia. There are other causes that you know we could probably talk about, but this Alzheimer's that you know now affects six million Americans, with that number going to triple by the year 2050, is devastating. You know, we're talking about right now in our world pandemics, and uh, you know, this, this isn't talked about. This is a huge pandemic. If you live to be age 85 right now in America, your risk of having Alzheimer's is 50-50. And that is the most rapidly expanding part of our population right now, that, that age group. So, you know, our, our mission, as, as I choose to accept it, is to look at the underlying mechanisms that are the fire, that are causing these problems. And yeah, do our best to put the fire out, but but even more importantly, keep that fire from lighting itself in the first place. You know, putting in the smoke alarms, making sure the wiring is good, like a, a person would in, in building a house, making sure that we do everything we can to reduce the risk of that fire uh, from happening in the first place. And think about it. The word inflammation comes from the Latin inflammare, inflame, meaning flame, catch on fire. So in a very real sense, you know, this is more than metaphorical. This is yeah. literal. The, uh, the, so the smoke where the symptoms are, are, are actually addressing the fire itself and, right. and preventing that and, and managing the fire. And I, and I also want to just commend you and thank you for, for bringing these, these issues to light. You know, lots of times when people see, I always point to my brain or there's a brain on the screen or a brain on my shirt. It's, it's really because what we see, we take care of, you know, you, we see our car, we see our skin, you know, our hair, or our clothing, but we don't see the thing that's like the most important thing, you know, which, which is, which is the human brain. And so, so thank you it's for true. bringing And we're not aware of inflammation in the brain. I mean, if you get bitten by a mosquito, it becomes inflamed. Why? Because it becomes red, it becomes swollen, it becomes painful, uh, you, you, and you lose function. These are cardinal features of inflammation. But yet the brain, you're not going to feel the pain. You're not going to notice that it's swollen. You're not going to see the redness appear. 
Uh, and so you don't know that your brain's inflamed. And you know, so many factors lead into that inflammation, like elevation of the uric acid, like we talked about uh, in drop mm-hmm. acid, that's for sure. Elevation of blood sugar, elevation of blood pressure. These things all trigger inflammation. Having an elevated BM is a trigger of inflammation. You know, I, I've often said that people say, well, how do I measure my inflammation? Should I get my C-reactive protein, uh, tumor necrosis factor, alpha interleukin 1-6? What is it? And I say, well, the easiest tool you have to measure inflammation in your body is called a tape measure. And what you do with that is you put it around your waist and it gives you a number. And based upon that number, we can determine, it's a surrogate, we can determine what are the chances that you have upregulated inflammation in your body, setting the stage for coronary artery disease, diabetes, and even Alzheimer's. We have to rein in this cytokine drizzle. Now that people are aware of this term cytokines, you know what, what that's all about. Uh, it's not that inflammation is all bad. I mean, inflammation helps us deal with infection. It helps us deal with healing uh, when we have trauma, but it's this unbridled or persistent elevation. Interesting study was published a few years back, and the study looked at uh, a group of individuals who were in their 30s and 40s and measured various blood markers of inflammation and created an inflammation composite score. It then looked at these people 28 years later and found that those people who 28 years prior had the highest level of inflammation markers had a dramatic increased risk of now having cognitive dysfunction or being fully demented. Based on what it was 28 years ago, the best time to plant the tree, right? And so it really, I think, solidifies this notion that we've got to pay attention to these factors a lot earlier than when people start to forget their grandchildren's names or the Wi-Fi code. By then, uh, you know, we're already in, in trouble. And uh, yeah, there's things that can be done at that point that can help slow down the decline, but we don't want to get to that place even in the first place. And when I quote the statistics of an overall 80% increased risk of dementia and specifically a 55% increased risk of Alzheimer's, I want people to, to think about those statistics in light of the, or at least through the lens of the notion that that's a situation for which we have no treatment whatsoever. That's, that's very difficult to deal with in our modern world where there are, we are given the promise of, you know, live your life however you choose. And when you've got a problem, we can fix it. It's not really true. I mean, for example, you watch television, you see these ads left, right, and center for controlling your diabetes with this or that drug. I got my A1C below seven. I'm happy. Well, the reality is those drugs are not treating diabetes at all because those drugs treat the smoke. They do not treat the fire. They do lower blood sugar and A1C, but the diabetes hasn't been treated. So these are not treatments for diabetes. Mm. It's not a treatment for high blood pressure. It's not a, uh, a way of, of keeping your brain healthy when people tell you you should be taking this or that drug. That's what this is all about. This is targeting a healthy metabolism, which will help you know that you've reduced your risk for diabetes, cardiovascular disease, dementia, various forms of cancer. And all four things I just mentioned, and so many more, are issues for which 
you know, our bag of tricks is not very full. We don't really have aggressive treatments for reversing or certainly curing those problems. So it's all about prevention. It's all about reining in your metabolic health right now, today, and keeping yourself healthy such that when you get older, your risk of these situations is dramatically improved. You know, as it relates to Alzheimer's, the stage begins to be set for that outcome in our 30s and even in our 20s. And even during our adolescence, we begin to sow the seeds that will either bode well for the brain and its functionality or not. That's the mission here. The mission is to add a very important tool to that metabolic toolbox, recognizing that, you know, this is the seat of the uh, issues that are the number one cause of death on our planet, not an infectious viral agent, not in any way, shape, or form. What is killing people worldwide are these chronic metabolic degenerative conditions. And, you know, when we take a, a step back and ask, well, what keeps the brain even moment to moment from functioning as well as it should? Another study out of Japan showed that people with highest levels of uric acid have a fourfold increased risk of having right now memory issues on standardized testing, a dramatic increased risk for actually falling into the pre-dementia category, again, on standardized neuropsychological testing. So that year, the promise then, uh, to get back to the original phrasing of your question, is this level of confidence that you are now doing as much as you possibly can. Yeah, our audience definitely doesn't bury their head in the sand. They, they want to look at their data that, so they can make intelligent choices for themselves and also their families. Dr. Perlmutter, how do people get your new book, Drop Acid? Where can people best go to stay connected with you? It's everywhere. The, the URL for the book is dropacidbook.com. That mm -hmm. should be pretty straightforward. Drop Acid book. And I encourage everybody here not only to go and get the book at your favorite retailer or local store, but take a screenshot of this and uh, make sure you follow Dr. Perlmutter, tag him, tag myself on it so we get to see it and and tell us that, that you're up to this challenge. You know, that what's one simple step that you're going to take because of this conversation? Maybe Absolutely. it could be, you know, getting the book and maybe it's uh, adding some avocado and some olive oil in, into your diet. Maybe it's the, the time-restricted eating. Maybe it's something. There was this, this episode was such full of uh, chock full of instruction and uh, usable practices. Share that. I will uh, repost uh, because you're going to tag us in it, uh, some of my favorites. And uh, make sure you get this book because it is that important. You know, you mentioned the, the power of prevention, that it, when's the best time to plant a tree? It was 20 years ago. When's the second best time? It's today. <laughs> and so get started. Don't leave this conversation without taking some kind of small, simple action. So you can take that knowledge and turn it into real power. Dr. Perlmutter, thank you so much for being on our show. I really appreciate it. And, you know, truthfully, I did have the opportunity to watch a couple of videos about your work uh, before our time together today to get to know you a little bit. And it's phenomenal. And, you know, you. I'm working on this from one end and you are bringing incredible tools to bear for people on the other end in terms of, you know, performance. And I think it's terrific. You know, I always tell people, our listeners, they know this, but it's, you know, there's two parts and metaphorically it could be like the hardware and the software. We teach more of the software, how to remember names, how to learn languages, how to focus, how to read faster, understand what you read, make good decisions, be more creative, innovate. But if you don't take care of the hardware, 
you know, if, if that, that's, if that's full of the, the, the uric acid and the inflammation, everything, then, you know, if you're not getting sleep, if you're not doing these things to take care of that, then uh, you're not going to get the kind of results that you really desire and that you really deserve. So thank you for, so for, thank you. Thank you for your work. Want to double your brain speed and memory power? If you'd like to learn rapidly and get ahead faster, I'd like to give you my brand new Quick Brain Accelerator program. You will discover exactly what I teach my clients to learn, read, and remember anything in half the time. There is no charge. It's my gift to you for being one of our subscribers. That's kwikbrain.com. Growing up struggling with learning challenges from a childhood brain injury, it's been my life's mission to help you have your very best brain so you can win more every single day. Now, want more quick brain? Here are four ways to fast track your results and lock in what you just learned into your long-term memory. Remember fast, F-A-S-T. The F stands for Facebook. You're not alone on this journey. I invite you to join our free private online group. There you can connect with me, your fellow brain lovers, links to resources, and even submit your questions for me to answer in future episodes. Go to quickbrain.com. That's K-W-I-K brain.com. The A stands for apply. Act on what you learned today. Remember, knowledge is not power. It's potential power. It only becomes power when you use it. So use what you just learned. The S stands for subscribe. Don't miss the next episode and other free brain training. And finally, the T stands for teach. You want to learn faster now? The key is to lock it in right away by teaching it to someone else. When you teach something, you get to learn it twice. Here's a simple way to do that. Leave a review on iTunes. Leave a review with your biggest takeaway from this episode. You could also post and share this podcast on your social media. It helps us spread our mission of building better, brighter brains. And of course, tag us so our team could properly thank you. Hashtag quick brain, K-W-I-K brain. Mine is at Jim Quick, K-W-I-K, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So what does FAST stand for? Facebook, apply, subscribe, teach. I'll see you in our next episode of Quick Brain. Until then, remember, you are faster and smarter than you think. I hope you're enjoying this episode. And if you want to go deeper with many of these authors that we have on our podcast, these experts, I want to invite you to join our Quick Success program. This is our monthly lives that I do, where I teach something brand new that we haven't taught before, answer your burning questions. And also we have something that people have been requesting for many years, a quick book club. This is your limitless book club where every single month we read a book together, uh, like a book provided by this author. And then we get the author to come online and join us for a one hour. Yeah, share going deeper in these strategies, how to put them into practice. Uh, I share my five tips for how to memorize things out of these books. Many people want to read a book a month or build up to that. And this would be the program. So if you want to join, just go to quicksuccess.com and get your spot and join us live and get to meet these authors very uh, up close and personal. And uh, back to the episode.